Hi there, it's uh, Clint. I'm here with Stan and Keith, and every once in a while, uh, Keith comes running into my office, and he's like, hey, we got to talk about this going on right now, and it happens to be something that was just blowing up over lunch, and we've been watching it the last few days, and it you know, really doesn't make any sense, and so we're going to try to make some sense of it and disseminate our take on it, but it's the stock that everybody's been talking about. And it's one of the weirdest things that we've ever well, seen. And it's now not just one stock. People are talking about multiple stocks here. This is, you know, uh, reminiscent, I think almost of like the dot com boom or like the penny stock trading phenomenon of the early days of the, the, the market. Um, and I think it's something that, you know, even if they're not talking to us about it, even if it's not really directly related to our clients' portfolios per se, people are talking about it and they want to know what's going on and why can this happen in some sense, right? Yeah. So let's, let's start with the stock that everybody's talking about, GameStop. And so uh, just, just a short few days ago, it was worth a fraction of the value that it is currently. It was, it was trading very low uh, and... Basically what, you know, GameStop is a business that maybe its utility, its uh, time as a business has kind of gone away. For those of you who aren't familiar, GameStop is basically, you know, a place where you can go in and buy video games. In many cases, it's a place where you can buy used video games that people have played and grown tired of. And you can come in and, and buy them at GameStop. They take a cut. You know, uh, it may be heading the direction of something like Blockbuster because more and more of video gaming is occurring just online directly. Or if you want to download a game, you don't have to go and buy a physical copy of the game. You can just download it directly to your uh, setup, your gaming setup. Um, and so uh, the idea of needing to go into a store to physically purchase a game is kind of going away. So wait a second, Keith. You're telling me that there's a, that there's a, a company out there with a business plan that looks like Blackbuster and a stock that looks like it's moving like Netflix? Yeah, exactly. And that's, I think, why we're all, everybody is very confused, right? Yeah. Yeah. And it started out just, just to give it a little context. It started out about $19 a share at the beginning of this year, right around there. So what, what people, this year being about 28 days in the tooth right now. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. So what investors did is they looked and they said, well, $19 a share. This is a company that doesn't have promising uh, prospects for the long term. It could go bankrupt. Um, and so, you know, what essentially happened was that there became a lot of short interest. What is a short? A short is basically I am betting on a stock to go down. And the way you do that is say, Clint, you own a pair of game short, uh, game, uh, game stop. You own a, a share of that. And I come up to you and I say, Clint, can I borrow your share of GameStop for a while? And you say, sure. Sure. Pay me some interest. You can borrow my share. So I pay Clint a little bit of, of interest to borrow that share. And then I go and sell it. And I sell it at, say, $20 a share or $100 a share. In this case, let's just say 20 And my hope is that it goes down. Because if it goes down, I can buy it back at, say, $5 a share, hand that share back to Clint, say, ha, 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 you lost $15. But I, on the other hand, made $15. Well, Redditors, people on Reddit. Now, before we get to Reddit, though, the the best case scenario for you, Keith, 
is that that stock goes to zero. So yep. the yeah. most that you can make on that share really is, you know, there's some costs involved, but let's say for your example, 20 to zero is $20. That's the yep. most you could make. Now, what might be the, the problem with this? The, the worst thing that could happen is the stock takes off in, in the upward direction. Because at that point, how much can I lose, Clint? It seems to me that you could lose an unlimited amount if the stock kept going up. Y- yes. So if you're going to short a stock, you have to have a pretty strong conviction. And, you know, because you're paying interest on the stock, you have a strong conviction generally in the shorter term. And this is why one of the oldest adages in the market is, is what, Clint? Uh, now, now I can't quote it correctly. What do you uh, give it to uh, me? Yeah, it is. Remember, the market, the, the, market, the market can stay wrong longer than you, you can, can stay, stay solvent. And so that is what's happened with games, games stop. Yeah. Uh, I want to call it game share. I, I think you want to call it game something else. But <laughs> you know, I almost want to tell you guys the wrong ticker in case somebody's going to go out there and buy it right now. Yeah, <laughs> I right. I think right. that's a good idea. Yeah. Well, presently, well, is- as it stands right now, it's it's for the day up 118% after Elon Musk said something about it. I, I was watching no. the futures overnight. It's just wonderful. Oh, this right is, now, this, it's, it's, yeah. it's literally trading. Now, it's literally trading at $321 a share right now. So... Let us say I borrowed that share and I sold it and I want to now buy it back and the price is going up. We are in, and if you've been following the news, you've heard this term, I am being short squeezed because every dollar that that stock goes up is another dollar I am losing and it may be coming from a very limited pool of capital, right? Yes. So maybe I have $100 in my bank account and I borrowed that share for $20 and now I'm going, oh my gosh, this share is worth $90 and I only have $100 in my bank account. I better buy it back. Well, that means demand increases. Whenever demand increases and the supply stays the same, the price goes up. And so now I'm getting closer and closer to running out of that $100 in my bank account to buy back the stock, in which case I am insolvent and uh, I am in major trouble. So many of you may have read about uh, a big hedge fund loaning another hedge fund $2.5 billion earlier this week. Mm -hmm. That's because that's how much they were probably in trouble for on this short bet from GameStop. And presently, as it stands today, that that hedge fund has apparently closed out their position. Now, if you will read, and we'll, we'll go into this in a second, if you read online, they say that's, that's impossible because the volume is not high enough. So they say, hold, hold. You've got to keep holding that GameStop share and just keep going, keep buying, keep holding. And uh, so, so there's this well, very no, well-known Reddit forum now which is r slash Wall Street Bets. So if you want to go uh, spend a few hours, and I've spent a couple hours on this this week. Uh, and uh, That's time you're never getting back, Clint. I, no, it, it makes me so happy. All of it. <laughs> all, of it all of it. So basically these guys got together and said, I hate Wall Street so much, and hedge funds are part of Wall Street, and let's go punish these hedge funds. So they, they found out that this short interest in GameStop was huge. Uh, and they said, you know what? 
F those guys. We're going to go after them. And so they just opened it up basically and said, bye, GameStop. It being Reddit, they used the full version of F. Yes, exactly, (laughs) exactly. And so then they just started buying, and it became this frenzy. All of a sudden, all these retail investors, these little guys, decided that this this was their moment. Their, their sort of moment where they were going to stand up to everybody. They were sticking it to the man. Sticking it to the man, and so they started buying. And then they just kept holding, though. And for some reason, they have this resolve that's just amazing. And they, they've, they're posting, you know, their rates of return, and they're insane. And they're posting where they bought it, and they're just buying and buying and buying. And they're buying. I saw people putting tickets in at, like, $150, and you're like, it was 20 bucks. What are you <laughs> doing you know right. i would never do this what are you doing and then and then all of a sudden elon musk tweets out last night and now it's where it's at today it's just amazing it's uh, one I, of the I, craziest I, things i've ever seen i don't know if i've ever seen this did, now did elon make an ambient induced market call on your <laughs> what, what did he say about this uh okay so he said let's let's take a look here what did he say well uh, and, and so i think stan you know you and clint uh clint you know made his first uh you know hundred dollars once uh Betting on, I think Net Netscape or something. Netscape Navigator was my yeah. first stock trade ever. Yeah, yeah. And uh, so we've gone back a while in the stock market. This is, in some ways, reminiscent of a, a little bit of of the late nineties, isn't yeah. it? Yeah, in the late nineties, and that was really when I, I first got involved as a personal investor. I was still practicing law, not in the profession yet. Um, and and based on s- how some of those experiences went, uh, it's amazing that I ever then decided to 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 come on board um, in this world. But but absolutely as a retail investor, if you will, just like really cut my teeth during the dot com boom. Owned lots of different stocks. Uh, probably traded too much, of course, um, but it was in the heyday, and you could literally throw a dart at a dot com bullet, you know, a dart, a dot com board, and and you'd hit something that was about to triple in price. That's right. right. I mean, dot com. Just it bam. was it was stupidity like that. It, yeah, and, and there somebody, was a bulletin board called my my favorite go tos were there was. Yahoo stocks had their their bulletin boards for each and every stock, and so people would be you know providing their their professional opinion, of course, on on uh, the fundamentals of your company and 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 tips that they learned from their neighbors, you know, who whose uh, best friend that they golfed with occasionally, you know, worked at such and such. You get all these. Their sixteen year old son yeah. really liked you it, know it, like it was, that company. It was it was on Yahoo, and it was on a another site called RagingBull.com which was something I spent an inordinate amount of time go at instead of, you know, doing my real job, of course, because well, a lot of people it was quit intoxicating. Their jobs quit their jobs, became, intox- day yeah, became day traders. Yeah. So here's, here's what Elon Musk, this is what caused the stock to, to go up by more than 100% today, or one reason why. Uh, all he wrote was he, he, he linked up the Wall Street Bets uh, Reddit site. So he put a link there, and all he said was, Game stonk. That's it. Game stonk. Stonk. Well, there you go. So they're talking about stonks, you know, yeah, which are, yeah. you know, the, the, they're, they're sort of Reddit day. slang for, yeah, for stocks. Yeah, yeah. yeah. They, they, they try to get tenders. And so, yeah, yeah. what, what like would that. happen is, you know, there would be a rumor that Warren Buffett or George Soros or, you know, Merrill Lynch or, you know, whomever made a call on this and the stock would go up. Well, what the message board phenomena led to is 
people would, they discovered, as the anonymity of the internet meant, you could create all sorts of ide- identities, right? Yeah. And so, you know, you'd go on there as day trader 108, and then 10 minutes later, you'd go on there as day trader 162, you know, stonk genius 450, you know, Mickey Mouse 687. Uh, and most of these were more obscene, I think, than the names I've given. But my, 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 my garden variety 90s name, and, and it was my name on several sites, was Next Netstock Fiend. And that was nice. Oh, nice. nice. Yeah. And all uh, you do is I pump remember it, it well. Pump yeah. your stocks up. So what Absolutely. These, so what they would do is that you know, these people would go on there and Stan was not a registered financial advisor at the time. <laughs> Very true. Sister. This is not this is not what Stan actually did. But statute of limitations is I, long past. I was I was at most a fiduciary to myself. But what would happen is people would go on and under these various identities have conversations with themselves basically pumping up their own stocks, many of them penny stocks and so on and so forth. And so in the mid 2000s, I remember reading an article about somebody who did this early 2000s, I think while the dot-com boom was still going on, it was this New Jersey teenager. Uh, and basically, you know, he would go around and, and pump up his, his stocks. And, you know, so one of the questions people are like, well, can they do this? You know, can these Redditors do this? And, in one sense, yes, and in one sense, no. In the sense that it's a coordinated, you know, that, that these people are pumping up their own stocks and coordinated effort, um, no, <laughs> you can't do that. And uh, what happened to this teenager is they basically tracked him down, tracked down all of his aliases, and threw the book at him. And everybody was like, but it's a, but it's a teenager. Well, here's the thing about the SEC. They don't care. <laughs> they don't care if you're a teenager they're not nice. No. They're, they're, they have to protect the integrity of the markets. And if you run afoul of the SEC and you do it, you know, enough and they catch you, you're in real trouble. Um, I remember watching on a, a, a TV show, uh, may have been Law and Order or something like that, and an SEC investigator somehow got involved in the Law and Order case. And, uh, the, you know, they, they turned, the, the criminal turned to the SEC investigator and was like, are you making a threat to me? And the SEC investigator said, sir, we don't make threats, we make promises. So what is an eventually going to happen is the, the, the ringleaders of this are likely to uh, have all sorts of legal problems insofar as this was a coordinated effort to manipulate the markets. Yeah, and right now they don't right. really know what to do here because you see TD Ameritrade and others, Robinhood, et cetera, they're like halting trading in some of these names. So it's not just GameStop. There's, uh, you know, I think it's like uh, they've added Nokia, AMC, uh, no, uh, BlackBerry, BlackBerry. Uh, uh, you know, so all these. So basically, what's now happened is redditors are redditors is the name for people on Reddit, uh, going around and finding stocks with large percentage of short holdings. And usually, if you go on an AOL or a Yahoo or is AOL in existence anymore? Uh, I don't know. You just uh, we, we threw back to the '90s, and I'm thinking you we know, are talking though. Uh, I'm going to dial up. To continue this conversation, <laughs> um, prodigy. <laughs> yeah, on prodigy, and and you can go if you you know go to the finance page and they'll show you the short interest in in stocks, and so they're basically going around finding the stocks with the highest short interest in them and basically putting the short squeeze on all of these. Which, which by the way, is it is is a strategy that is not illegal. Per se, yeah. right? And I mean, and it's something that institutions do all the time. I'm sure long short equity funds look at short interest a lot when they think about 
what do we want to short, right? And maybe what's dangerous to short. It's a reasonable strategy. I just don't know yes. the legality of it. Like, I have to be well, honest. I, I queued up a trade yesterday. Proving and, collusion is yeah. You know, I, I queued not up easy. a trade in GameStop. You're like, why? You know, it's a momentum sort of play. Should I? Should I do it? And I just said, I don't want to lose. You know, have to sell my interest in Walker Conant. So I was like, <laughs> I best not. You yeah. know, but no, but so I, that's where we things. are is yeah. in this. But the the market is clearly being manipulated, and the SEC will. You know, you cannot. I can't call up Clint. And I can't call up Stan and say, hey, let's all get together and trade this stock at this point and then dump it at this point. Right. And now if, you know, so the what they're doing in, in the terms of organizing a group of people to do the same thing, this sort of cartel action will likely be found illegal. If they have to use RICO statutes to do it, like it's the mafia, they're going to figure out a way to throw the book at at least the organizers. Mm-hmm. Here's where you shouldn't. Not, why not all the fanboys on Reddit didn't no. act on it, of no. course. Uh, yeah, and right. if you just see the note and you act on it, how are they going to prove that you were, you know. And here is why, you know, you, you really want to be careful. Because at some point, the plug is going to be pulled. Somebody's going to sell. Somebody, you know, either one of the ringleaders or somebody – is going to look and they're going to go, my God, I've made $15 million. I should sell all of this, right? Or, or go short. Yeah. <laughs> Why stop at 15? Yeah. That'd be such a good move. Oh, man. That, well, that would get you double the jail time, I think. <laughs> um, and so once, you know, once the, the bubble is pricked, then all of a sudden it's – so, you know, I, I view this right now, these stocks, as a bit like pushing the button on, you know, a, a – video poker machine or, you know, something like that, because you could be right for a day, but in a couple of days, all of a sudden you're going to be wrong and it's really, really going to hurt. Yeah. I mean, this is a question of when, not if, right? I mean, I think we're all in in agreement on that. Unless you believe that GameStop is, was significantly undervalued. (laughs) Unless GameStop has come up with a new formula. Significantly meaning by a factor of 50 (laughs) or, you know. They're actually uh, they're actually an electronic car company, and that's what supports these valuations. Oh, I, I saw somebody say that right on, on Twitter. Yeah. Actually, it just uh, ingests. I love it. I love yeah. it. So uh, that's kind of what we're seeing, you know, here. And I think you know, if you look at it from that big perspective, um, but it's it's not something that, and, and even compared to like the the '90s, people were at least trying to hide that they were manipulating the markets on these various message boards, right, with various names. You know, these Redditors are doing it right out in the open. They don't care. They launder money via Venmo now. They'll it's, just say exactly what they're doing. It's, it's just, it's just do you very think people transparent. Are, people are cashing in their Bitcoins to buy these things? That's That was my theory. We were talked about that yeah. at lunch. Bitcoin's down today. I'm like, they yeah. might, they're cashing it all in buying their GameStop. That, that's a solid point. Yeah. I, I think that there is possible correlation there. Yeah, so GameStop and uh, and uh, Bitcoin are inversely correlated. Is that what you're telling me? <laughs> For the moment, yeah. There's a negative correlation. Uh, the bigger problem is, I think, clearly we need to get COVID under control so that we put all of these kids back to school. I That's my big theory here is this is this confluence between um, – so so you, you take what, what all has happened so far. You've got commission-free trading in stocks plus lockdowns plus a little bit of stimulus money – Equals WTF. I think that's the formula right here <laughs> is what's happening. And this thing is is crazy. I, I mean, 
You know, yeah. I, you yeah. you guys have been in the industry no, long enough. I've been in the industry a long time. Like I've never seen anything like uh, this right uh, here. Agreed, Clint. I mean, we've seen over the last you know year come you know in continuation into this year. We we've seen lots of stocks like Peloton, uh, Shopify, Trade Desk. Uh, I mean, we could go on and on of stocks that are up. 500, 600%, 1,000%, you know, um, Airbnb's IPO was a huge success. And that's, I saw that stock today was up big. Okay. But these are stocks that, 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 you know, at least the argument can be made that they're truly evolutionize, revolutionizing uh, the way that we exercise, the way that we, purchase our goods the way that we as small business owners, you know, um, uh, you know, provide an outlet for us to sell our goods globally, uh, the way that, um, that, that advertisers, uh, can buy advertising on, uh, non-traditional media streams like Roku and so on. Right. Uh, I don't think, I don't hear any of that for why GameStop's going up right now. Okay. (laughs) Or, or, uh, Blackberry. I mean, yeah, yeah, <laughs> like Black a Bear. garbage yeah. phone right. company that basically doesn't have a product it, anymore. These it, are two companies, actually. When you think about it. BlackBerry and GameStop, are like the companies who are getting outmoded by the companies that have had yeah. huge success during this well, huge tech. You know, run-up. And, and look, and part of I think in some of those companies too, the people are looking at recent earnings. You know, with the pandemic, companies that do more digital, more online help things, they're going to see their profits increase because everybody's flying to that. And, you know, people are sitting at home and projecting that out and going, oh, my goodness, they grew up 400 percent last year, last quarter. They're going to, you know, continue that ad infinitum that supports a valuation of 70 times earnings. Well, We all know that that's not going to hold, and there's a little bit of a bubble there, but you might make the case that those companies fairly trade at 40, 45 times earnings, whereas GameStop, I don't think anybody's making the case that it should be trading at you know, a bajillion times earnings. <laughs> we right. even know. Right. No, yeah, of course. That's so, probably so. A pretty close to being accurate, by the, by the way, that bajillion, <laughs> bajillion? is about, <laughs> yeah. right, I'd say. Yeah, yeah. Right the, now. The, we're at the made-up number PE ratio right now. Right. So, um, you know... It, it, don't don't this is not investing i guess is what we're trying to get at at right. this point in right i mean we don't GameStop. know if this is happening right now just because uh, you know it's a sign of the froth and toppiness of the market we're not here to make that type of call but we are definitely here to tell everybody that look take a look at what's going on with this stock and and the kind of people who professionally decide which companies should keep, they go short on and can talk their short book on CNBC and, and in many ways have advantages that retail shorters would never have, and and just use as an example to 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 just keep in mind there's unlimited downside when you short. There's very limited upside. And it's a strategy that we generally eschew for uh, investors. It's 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 not for, it's not for the vast 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 majority uh, of people. It's not a long term wealth generation strategy. Well, and you know, a hedge fund can go and borrow two point five billion dollars, uh, you know, to help it stay solvent. Uh, you cannot That's necessarily right. borrow two point five billion dollars. Right. Um, 
it's it's a tough ask of of the local credit union, two point five billion. <laughs> hey guys, uh, I got a short position I need to cover. Can you help me out here? I don't care how good your credit score is. Well, I'll leave <laughs> I'll leave you guys with with this last piece of information. I'm looking here on Yahoo Finance here as of uh, you know uh, the last filing. GameStop, the profit margin of GameStop is negative five point three two percent. So <laughs> there you have it. When it's negative, Clint, does that mean they're making money or not making money? <laughs> I am not a genius Man. here, but uh, you know, I don't think that's good for them long term. That's uh, that's losing money, right? Yeah, you can't. And do that companies so long. that lose money don't tend to stay in business. You, you can't have a short squeeze without people shorting in the first place, right? <laughs> Very true. Very true. Well, thanks for joining us. Just as a little aside and uh, a disclosure, we do not, uh, you know, say that you should buy any of these stocks or anything like that. We are just giving a, uh, a, a basically example of many of these different stocks. So um, to the best of my knowledge, uh, none of us directly hold a lot of these uh, positions or anything that we, we currently discussed. So, I mean, maybe we got a little bit, but none of us have GameStop, Nokia, or BlackBerry. Am I, am I, you know, correct. Okay, good. Yeah. yeah okay. None of us have that well, so except for if we have podcast. an index. Fund. Yeah. Right. Right. Thank. Thank you for joining us in another episode of Give Me Some Truth. Walkner Conan Financial Advisors is a registered investment advisor with the SEC. The opinions expressed by the participants of this podcast are their own and do not reflect the opinions of Walkner Conan Financial Advisors. All statements and opinions expressed are based upon information considered reliable, although it should not be relied upon as such. Any statements or opinions are subject to change without notice. Information presented is for educational purposes only and is not intend to make an offer or solicitation for the sale or purchase of any specific security investments, or investment strategies. Investments involve risk and, unless otherwise stated, are not guaranteed. Information expressed does not take into account your specific situation or objectives and is not intended as recommendations appropriate for any individual. Listeners are encouraged to seek advice from a qualified tax, legal, or investment advisor to determine whether any information presented may be suitable for their specific situation. Past performance is not indicative of future performance. Thanks for listening, and for further information, please visit walknercondon.com.